Hello, friends, and welcome to the Mr. Mad... Hello, friends, and welcome to the Mr. Maxwell Podcast. Whether you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, or whether you're watching on YouTube, this is really cheesy. I'm going to stop right now. Today, I want to talk about the creative process. I recently did a TikTok of a tutorial where I showed how I made a book clutch. Uh, book clutch being like a small handheld bag or purse made out of a book. I figured that not a lot of people would be interested in the video, so instead of trying to be all polished and put together, I just shared my authentic and rather chaotic method of making things. I even referred to myself as a chaotic creative. The response was far more enthusiastic than I could have ever imagined. The video outperformed almost all of my other videos. But what really touched my heart was that there were so many people who commented that they too were chaotic creatives. So grab some tea or coffee or water or hot chocolate or a chicken nugget. I don't care what you get. It's your life. But please join me as I talk about the creative process and share some research I did into is there a legit creative process and also share my own rather chaotic and somewhat complicated relationship with creativity. So if I view my process as chaotic, is there a more organized and possibly refined version of a creative process that exists? Is there a standard method that people follow or that others have tried to promote? So in my searching, I stumbled across an article on the Skillshare website written by Wendy Gold. In her article, Gold talks about how people often hold creativity as a complicated thing. She writes, When we think about the definition of the creative process, what usually comes to mind is a completely subjective, nebulous series of wayward steps exclusively understood by gifted creatives. As if it is some sort of secret code that only the Van Goghs, the Banksys, the Picassos, the Warhols, and the rodents of the world have access to. However, Gold argues, sorry, I lost my place. Gold argues that in reality, we are all creative, and that it is a matter of understanding and mastering what she calls the five stages of the creative process. These five stages are, number one, preparation, getting the mind ready to be creative, putting yourself in a position to find inspiration, incubation, letting these little fledgling embryotic ideas grow just out of sight until something becomes solid. She notes that the amount of time needed here varies from minutes to years, depending on the person. Insight, this is the aha moment, that eureka moment, the moment when the idea finally takes shape, the moment when you say out loud, I have an idea. In cartoons, there's literally a light bulb going off over the head. Evaluation, this is where you think about your new idea and determine if it's worth pursuing or taking action on. Maybe you do some research to see how best to do the idea, look into the right materials that you might need. It's a worthy stage. And elaboration, the moment when you actually begin turning your creative idea into a reality. I recommend reading the article. I will try to remember to post a link to it for you to read the whole thing for yourself. If I forget, please remind me in the comments so I can do that. 
Gold is not the only person who believes in this process, however. I found an article on Master, the Masterclass website, the WeWork website, WeWork website, and Productive Flourishing's websites that say almost exactly the same thing. So I guess there is something to this. It got me thinking about my own creative process. Do I follow this? Do I follow some form of this creative process? And upon further reflection, I realized I, I sort of do. Just not quite as intentionally. For me, I tend to live in the preparation incubation stage. I tend to live in a state of creative preparation, and I'm always putting myself in situations that inspire me to create. I read, listen, watch a lot of stories, spend time with children. I'm a teacher and a parent, so that is constantly ideas are flowing in my direction. I follow creators on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest who inspire me. And even when I go to bed, I'm either listening to comforting stories. My go-to is Samuel L. Jackson reading Go the F to Sleep, along with Chapter 4 of Wind in the Willows. Or I listen to a dark academia playlist, which is basically just somber violins, cellos, and pianos playing with thunderstorms in the background, that I find on YouTube. Both are very calming and familiar and put my mind in a state to gently sift through all of the ideas and problems that I have, but without any pressure to find a solution as I go to sleep. And when I can't sleep, I just lay in bed, letting my mind churn these things over. I've given up trying to stop it. My mind will turn and run and operate and grind out ideas whether I want it to or not. And if I'm lucky, sometimes it'll go just completely blank. But I don't try to force it anymore. I just let my mind do what it's going to do. Now, there are times where I get stressed about how tired I'm going to be the next day. And in those moments, I just tell myself, hey, you can take a nap the following afternoon if you need to. I also remind myself that due to my chronic illnesses, I could wake up exhausted whether I sleep four hours or 14 hours. So it doesn't really matter. And with that darkly humorous reality pointed out, I usually calm down and eventually go to sleep. Not that you were asking about my sleep habits. Anyway, the insight stage happens with alarming and, for those who live with me, sometimes exhausting frequency. I have more ideas than I know what to do with. I've learned to ignore most of them to keep me from becoming overwhelmed. There is a... for lack of a better way to explain this, a triage center in my brain that functions as my evaluation stage, only passing on the ideas that either won't go away or the ones that have the most value, use, or entertainment potential. The organization makes my autistic brain happy, and the constant flow of shiny ideas to play with makes my ADHD brain happy. That being said, this system can and often does crash with alternating spectacular and disastrous results. Because some ideas, usually my best ideas and my worst ideas, are far too powerful for my little filtration system and rip through my mind with such force that I often jump out of my chair with an energy that startles or petrifies most living beings, human or, human or animal, that are nearby. Sometimes I even let out a screech if the idea has enough oomph behind it. If I'm in the classroom, 
my classroom aide, who is used to me by now, usually just asks, how can she help? And my students want to know what the idea is that I came up with. If I'm home, I skip the evaluation stage and immediately start gathering materials to implement my new idea. Sometimes this happens while I'm out shopping, which has led to some regretful impulse purchases. Sometimes I break things. Sometimes I end up in tears. Sometimes it's a prank that gets me yelled at. Or a stunt that results in me limping around for a few weeks. Other times I create something that makes me and others happy. Like the sneakers I painted, the TikTok account I created, the learning activities I planned for my students, the butterfly logo that I used for my... I guess you'd call it a personal brand? Ugh. Sounds pretentious, doesn't it? Anyway, or any of the other artistic and creative projects that I've shared either on Instagram, TikTok, in the classroom, or with people in my life. For me, creating is not scary, but sharing my creativity is terrifying. While I'm all but fearless in chasing after my creative ideas, when I share my creations or my ideas, for example, Me trying to begin a podcast, me doing a YouTube channel. I mean, these thoughts, writing this this script out for this was not a problem. But I am so nervous right now as I'm recording, as I'm reading this, because... I don't know. I guess there are so many other people who are better at this than I am. And... So my fear is that people will laugh at me for not being a real artist or a real podcaster or a real YouTuber or a real TikTok or a real insert activity or a more professional creative. I mean, anybody can point out how I could have done a better job if I had taken the time to refine my ideas, research materials, measure once before I start cutting, blah, 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 whatever. I mean, after all, I'm recording on an iPhone, and not even a new one. It's like three generations old. I'm using a cheap microphone for the for my phone that I got on Amazon. This microphone I paid $5 for. Maybe if I bothered to stop and save up the thousands of dollars to get the perfect equipment, it would sound perfect and look perfect. My art would be perfect. My stickers would be amazing. My hat would be flawless. My shirt would be impeccable. If I just bothered to learn how to do it or just quit trying and just stay in my lane and do what I know how to do. But that's not how I operate. (laughs) Half the time, even when I do plan, I don't follow the plan anyway. I'm not even following this. But that's not how I operate. Heck, half the time, even when I do plan, I don't follow the plan once I actually make or create the thing. I just repeated myself. Sorry about that. For me, creating is a dynamic process. The tension of it will, of whether or not it will or not work. Letting the materials I have on hand speak to me. Letting the idea blossom and grow while it takes shape. The stress and despair when it doesn't seem like it's going to work. Throwing it all in the trash because it's a garbage idea and I'm a trash artist and I have no business trying to make things. I should just stay in my lane. 
than having new inspiration rush in, taking it out of the trash, because I am a trash artist, but I'm still an artist, dagnabbit. And after sweet tears and rage and sweat and blood, it's over. And with all the pride and joy of a new parent, I look at my creation and vow to never make anything else ever again. Mildly dramatic. All right, friends, well, that's all I have to say about creativity right now. Um, I would love to hear what you think about creativity, whether or not you love the creative process, whether or not you follow stages, or are you also a chaotic creative? If you're watching on YouTube, let me know in the comments. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, find me on TikTok, uh, Instagram, Twitter. I'm at Mr. Underscore Maxwell, Mr. Underscore Maxwell 16. I'd love to hear your thoughts. For now, it's time for the next adventure. Cheers. Thank you, friends, for listening to the Mr. Maxwell Podcast. If you'd like to see what else I am up to, you can find me on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram, all at Mr. Underscore Maxwell 16. Please, I'd love to hear from you. Um, let me know what you think of the podcast. What do you think of? Let me know if there are any other things you'd like me to talk about. All right, friends, hope you have a wonderful day.